0: We got Salesforce, we got Spotify wrapped, we got oh. the US states suing Facebook, we got uh, Google firing their ethics oh lead, lordy. Oh my lordy. Their Great. senior ethicists that used to be on the, well they used to have an ethics advisory board, but instead of firing the like white supremacist oh, that was on it, boy. they dissolved it. It's Mika.
1: Oh, we haven't seen him in a while. Him. 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 I have the
2: same problem now. I have cats of two genders. Um, He's great. Anyway, yes, that one sounds good. I saw... I'll save this, actually. (laughs) I won't won't spoil. Okay. Uh, Yeah, and then was that it? Was that all the giant shit this week? I,
1: I, I feel like something happened that I wanted to talk about, but I... Oh, maybe we can at least shout out the Microsoft Christmas sweaters that they are selling, and all the proceeds are going to uh,
0: uh, girls. Girls who code.
1: Girls who code. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I think I think they're sold out already.
1: Yeah, that's what I was. I was wanting
0: to Um, check
1: Mm, because they are so cool.
0: The other one
2: I was thinking of was I can't find it.
1: It was quite a week for exposing... Um,
2: shitty men. Yeah.
1: Shitty men, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: like left and right.
2: Oh, the other thing is Warner Brothers streaming services for days.
1: Oh, That's yeah. It's fucking
0: huge. It's,
1: They're bringing out a bunch of movies, right? All
0: of them on streaming. Oh, It's weird. Yeah. It's weird because I don't feel like this is big news. I, we can debate. I feel like this was... Uh, inevitable when mulan happened i thought we were just like oh this is what's gonna happen eventually with all these movies yeah they kept pushing them, save, back. Push the them take, back and pushing back and i like take. save the save the take yeah okay <laughs> should i do the intro then yeah i suppose you should yes hey you're listening to charge tech podcast episode 156 Podcast that looks at like tech and how it's shaping the world around you. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Grosser, and with me,
1: Frederic Montey.
0: Oh, and Williams.
1: Hey.
0: Hey. And also Mika. Is it? How yeah.
1: are we today?
2: <laughs> good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just great. Well. Good and fine. <laughs> it's it's one of those weeks where I felt like it was near the end of the week. Like all oh week. Yeah. yeah. Every day was Friday. Every day. <sighs> right. What is that? It was yeah.
1: either Thursday or Friday, and it was also consistently three in the, in the <laughs> afternoon.
2: <laughs> You're not wrong. Like
1: The thing is, I don't know what the weather is like in Canada, but here in the Netherlands, it seems that we have had a week where there was no sunlight.
0: Mm. No sun at all. I actually saw a tweet from somebody in, in Copenhagen that said, like, I haven't seen the sun all week. Wow. Yeah,
1: it feels like that, doesn't it? It's very grey um it's it's the type of weather where um you just have the lights in your apartment on all day
2: yep that's dutch dutch winter yeah i
1: always forget i always forget what that feels like yeah me too every
2: year i live there i'm like oh yeah winter's (laughs) fun and then december comes and you're like oh
1: (laughs) here come the suns yeah
2: exactly um yeah we don't so that's probably the biggest thing that and i talk about weather-wise here is um the winter here is harsher like it's snowy and cold but it's sunny <laughs> like all the time right, like you right. grew up in this part of the world zach like it's yeah the snow comes down it's gray for a day and then
0: like it snowed a lot on monday
2: and then it was blue sky all week
0: it's fucking cold <laughs> don't get me wrong it's really it's really important that you wear sunscreen and sunglasses in the winter there yep. when you're outside because the sun is really there and it reflects off the snow it's as crazy. well yeah, and so, nice. so some people are more likely to get It'd sunburns be. in the winter they're milder and they think usually that it's like wind burn yeah. but it's like a sunburn yeah. because they were just like they're outside and the sun's reflecting from the top and the bottom.
2: Yeah, I have to get used to it. But anyway, so I don't know. Like, I find winter here fascinating because it's worse in some ways and better in others. And like, I like the snow. Uh, the Canadians here are so funny, especially people who have lived in Toronto for a really too long time. Like, last year, uh, there's like the big first snow day every year. So I don't know why I'm me snow facts, but this is happening. It's happening to you. Um, like, <laughs> snow it'll facts. snow like five centimeters, 10 centimeters, which is a lot. Like, it's disruptive. But you still go to work on the streetcar and whatever. It's, like, just slower and slushy and annoying. <laughs> every, every day that it would snow, I'd get to work and someone would be like, I'm so sorry about the weather. It's terrible here, isn't it? And I'm like, <laughs> huh? I think it's really cool. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're like, I, I, I don't know. I think it's because I grew up somewhere where it doesn't snow much. As well, I'm yeah. Like, I was gonna say
1: it was one. so funny when you moved there last year, and you guys were like, "Oh my god, we're gonna like move the snow away from our patio, yeah. and then we're gonna walk through the snow." And I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. that's gonna lose its charm yeah. really well, fast." you
0: too, and it hasn't yet. <laughs> you know, well, first off, I can't believe it's here two yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, second, it reminds me a lot of what happens to me here. Is I, I, I tell people I moved from California, and they're like. Why? Why would you do oh that? my god this is my life <laughs> every
2: time i'm fr- like oh hello i'm from new zealand they're like what are you
0: doing <laughs> and i'm always like and then they ask about the weather and i'm like i actually kind of yeah. it's nice to have seasons yeah, again because yeah. in san francisco it's kind of it there's just the wet season and the dry season there's not Same really <laughs> yeah and so it's it's kind of nice and everyone doesn't you know they're like i'm from here i don't understand i love the extreme <laughs> shit anyway oh yes but one thing, just because I'm really excited about it, um, and it's not really tech-related, so got a let's snow get out of the way. No, what? <laughs> Wait, does that exist? <laughs> well, so uh, this leads to a, a Discord idea. I was on Twitter this morning, and someone I met at XOXO when I was there with the two of you posted that they're selling an old, like, Fujifilm X100F, yeah. ah. and I bought it. I got it. I just happened to catch it as he had just posted it and it made me think that maybe we should have an analog channel in our Discord. Got a- for the yes. not the tech stuff maybe only but you know. This. <laughs> yeah, well, you got a Polaroid camera. Yeah, I got it from work. <laughs> nice. Oh, I saw that in your like a uh, your um Twitter
2: I like the thing. idea of an analog uh chat. I actually own a film camera, it's somewhere here in this house. It's it's a lovely little camera.
1: I'm I'm actually uh I've been taking photos uh this winter or winter,
2: autumn I guess. Yeah, we've started doing it too um, actually now that I think of it. Oh yeah.
1: And I almost always have a throwaway camera, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Well I own a Polaroid so I can contribute that. <laughs> we have five film cameras at home now. This will be six, which I didn't even realize was a thing I was into. Because <laughs> no, I right. really like my Polaroid camera, and yeah,
2: so work gave yeah, us Polaroids, cool. which was really cute. <laughs> Good for Polaroid or, You know what what's was really funny project? is it, yeah. So I was going right. to say it's like a funny. They, remember, there was like those camera, the Polaroid generation, about like five or six years ago, where they revived it for a little while and you could buy the impossible project Yeah. yeah well the new new polaroid is different again and they've like tweaked the tech again and so now like on here i'm gonna show the camera but i'll tell you what it says it says only use this film with modern cameras, not vintage ones. Whereas the old ones used to. So Polaroid packs have a
0: battery in them uh, and that's how it powers the camera. No, my camera, my Polaroid these, has USB-C, baby. <laughs> I don't know why. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say is they manufacture cameras with a built-in uh, battery so it, they don't have to, so you can buy the film packs with or without battery so that you can, use, if you buy it with battery, it works with all their cameras. Mm but they'll sell you cheaper the film that doesn't have a battery that's also better for the environment.
2: Well, I am overjoyed by having a Polaroid and nothing to take photos of right now. But um... <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean you have a puppy? Yeah, I, mean, we, I was going to say you have I mean, a
1: fucking dog. I
2: know. We're, and we have to go hiking. It's, anyway, so uh, I love and that. You're going
1: to savor those those early
2: photos exactly. of the
1: puppy sale, you know?
2: Um, so, yeah, so actually I should tell you why I got a Polaroid from work. They sent us this like hilarious Christmas box. Um and they they did this internal thing where they were like oh it's a little something and this box shows up and i shit you not it's like i don't even know how to it's like the size of a printer or bigger uh and i'm like what and it's just got all this crazy stuff inside of it they sent us like it was a christmas gift basically and it was all these independent merchants that they had like curated stuff from like there's this pomodoro timer and the polaroid and some really nice socks. It was. I was really impressed. Even Muji pens. I was
0: like, okay, cool. Because oh, Muji's on Shopify here in Canada, which is really cool. Oh my god! Uh, Can you put the, the a link to the Pomodoro timer in yep. the?
2: Discord I will.
0: Discord. pretty cute. It looks like a um a knockoff nest.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It looks really I, cool. I like it's it. really nice. Anyway. So yeah. Well, what about tech? What What has been happening in tech?
1: What's been Slack happening? Slack.
2: Force. Slack force. Sales I think that's Slack. the name of the Slack force. Wow.
0: That went from like rumor to it happened in ten days. That it was yeah. funny because the first time I'd heard the rumor was on our last episode oh, yeah? that we recorded, and before I could finish editing and post that <laughs> happened. It was confirmed oh, that it was happening. <laughs> and then it happened what two days yeah. ago? I uh,
2: when we talked about it last week, I was really skeptical that it was gonna happen it felt like one of those you know when like deals like of that size leak a lot half at least 50% of the time it's because the deal is about to implode and somebody's trying to make it happen like that's usually the case and um i was like okay it's not happening now it's happened i'm like a a little bit bummed because i think slack as an independent company could have made it and would have done really good things it just would have been slow and i think that's why this deal happened um and like salesforce is so weird to me i mean this is not yeah. a new take this is the take all over twitter this week
1: but can i can i ask something
2: please ask what me what is Salesforce? i knew this was coming i i can tell you the sarcastic answer <laughs> Yeah, I can tell you the real well, answer. Well the re the, the answer that most people gave on Twitter this week is nobody really knows because it's everything and nothing. <laughs> but the actual answer is. Right, Zach- because
1: the only thing the only thing I know Salesforce of is a is that th- crazy thing they do in San Francisco. Oh uh, Dreamforce, Dreamforce and the or big something?
2: the big fellas building.
1: <laughs> and then they seem to like rent the whole of San Francisco.
2: Yep. They do. Once, for their party? I once stayed in a hotel opposite Salesforce, uh, uh, Dreamforce by accident, and all it was was sales dudes on Bluetooth headphones, in suits, walking around, like
0: everywhere, the whole lobby, every day, lame sales dudes. Yeah, Zach, no, please tell us what Salesforce is. Now I really is. need to
1: hear, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, Salesforce is very simply, they make tools for people to do sales. Yes as a job, (laughs) but their, their main product, their core product is a CRM, a customer relationship manager. And so salespeople can log conversations, actual sales with potential clients, actual clients, and it's extremely complex and customizable. And And Salesforce is such a large company for a couple of reasons. One, As Owen said, customizable, they will do, you know, depending on the size of customer you are, which almost every Fortune one thousand company uses Salesforce. So all of those companies, they want a custom thing built. Salesforce. And they'll do do literally anything. If you if you're like, make it look like Facebook, they'll do it. (laughs) They're like, sure. Whatever. And they also themselves, no pun intended, have a large Uh, enormous. Enormous Salesforce. So, they have a ton of people, and Dreamforce is part of yeah. it. Like, Dreamforce is an event, sales event you bring their customers <laughs> uh, to.
2: I just it's yeah, like my personal
0: health to treat it's them like well.
2: 50,000 Salesforce salespeople and 50,000 salespeople <laughs> in one place. Like, <laughs> ah, look, I but so, sales
0: makes the world go round,
2: okay? Like,
0: it, it, does. it really does, and if you do sales you probably use and Salesforce I actually, after a certain company I size I actually
2: think that's why the Slack deal makes so much sense I read a really good sarcastic Medium article by one of my favorite uh, writers Paul Ford F-Train on Twitter he like broke down the press release and kind of like try, in a very sarcastic but fun way trying to like uh, uncover what they really meant and the most of it's garbled nonsense as you can imagine from salesforce like the leading internet operating system company whatever okay so um but they make this really good point <laughs> in there that one of the things that salesforce is really bad at is product like it's an enterprise product it's atrocious in terms of usability like it's conf- it's a lot like you need to be trained there's a whole ecosystem of people you can pay many dollars to get trained slack in many ways will become the interface for salesforce it's already happened and i think that's why they bought it is like instead of using salesforce you could be in a slack channel where leads come in you do the thing in there and you never log into the web thing except for some more complex thing like it's an abstraction on
0: what they're already doing except the whole company lives in it too so this is something that happened. I don't know if I'm giving too much away at Square, but this happened at Square, I'm sure has happened at other places or that you have or currently work at where you open up your platform for integrations, yep. right? Even if it's a developer mm-hmm. API that you only give to certain companies that apply to get it, you open up integrations. And then from there, you see what's popular and you see what your customers want. And you can be like, oh, we're going to go into that market as well. Or this is a potential good acquisition strategy. It's like we integrated with this small company that builds this niche tool. It's really popular among our users. We can buy this company. Salesforce does this too. Everybody does. Slack lets any app integrate into it. And Salesforce probably said, holy shit, all of our customers integrate into Slack. Every sales team that pays for us is paying for Slack as well and i think that it's very easy to say 20 billion dollars that they spent on slack that's a drop in the bucket for them honestly oh yeah Yeah, but i mean is they see every one of their customers integrating with slack they're like oh man this is easy for us easy money uh
2: what i really think is underappreciated about this deal is how it fits into what salesforce has been doing everybody thinks enterprise is boring as fuck i agree but it's also fascinating how boring it is in a way that it all makes sense so (laughs) last year they bought a company called i think it was last year called MuleSoft, which nobody knows what it does either but this I is it no they bought this, MuleSoft. this is an integration company now MuleSoft makes it easy to put data from one place into another place you know what slack is good at <laughs> taking data from one place into another place and i think that slack is now the place that it ends up MuleSoft soft will let companies especially the smaller ones pl- wire up all that data even the big ones without hiring Developers to do it, and then they'll also let you pay somebody to de- deal with the rest. That
0: also reminds me of, um, uh, I think it was three years ago, the Salesforce bought quit. Oh God, quit! <laughs>
2: I forgot about quit. Not the electric,
0: not the That's electric. That's the problem. Every company. time I end up on that toothbrush
2: website. <laughs>
0: But Quip is a, <laughs> Stupid. is a real-time collaborative documents, spreadsheets, it's and chat embedded 2.0. inside Salesforce oh, God. to transform any business. Process. Ah, why do they make everything and sound bad? <laughs> it just—it sounds like Slack is an expansion. It on is, that part of is. They're
2: the spiciest take I have is they're building Office three hundred and sixty-five sales back like salespeople work weird and they want it to work differently and so working from the crm up makes a lot of sense i think like the other piece that you hinted at there that's really weird and interesting about this deals i don't think it would have happened if a a pandemic hadn't happened and b microsoft teams didn't start getting very good and very popular very quickly i'm not saying it's good it is shit <laughs> but it's getting better at being slack better than slack is getting bit faster okay you get the analogy but like i think slack was <laughs> slack was slow in terms of shipping like they were a younger company they didn't have a sales force uh to sell into enterprises and microsoft did they were already there and so they were they were like right. teams was just everywhere because they were already using it and so i think slack saw the writing on the wall they could spend t- 10 years banging away at this while microsoft tries to kill them or they yeah. could get acquired by salesforce negotiate an insane deal by the way where they're basically an independent company that C- ceo uh Stuart butterfield still runs internally and just kind of accelerate and then they got the Salesforce uh to sell it and i think i at first i was like this is a horrible deal i hate this i hate this i hate this as a user i think I yeah, understand I every reason this is happening from a business point of view. I think the that's thing the is- thing. The consumer slack that you know and love probably will s- start to not exist as much. Exist anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. Because that's what I was wanted to uh, point out as well or ask about, really. Like, what does this mean? Like, okay, so I have been in Slack channels with friends since yeah. years. Yeah, me like, too. I think. It's, More than five years. It's the
2: original or chat.
1: Yeah, it was always a very good place to, you know, be... With people that are also in the industry, or even just with friends, and for the longest time, I think Slack was quite a niche oh, yeah. project, pr- product. Oh yeah, it was mainly for people in tech or people around tech.
2: communities. Everybody um, was there was nobody paying for it when it launched. All I remember is being added to a zillion free Slacks. Everybody started yeah. using it, yeah. and then oh, yeah. all of a sudden, oh, companies maybe, and it was like the best sales strategy actually at the time because it got companies to realize they could use good tools. All right like do you right, remember because, that <laughs> because
1: yeah definitely because we were all using it privately and I was working at this company and they were using HipChat mm.
2: yes, which I is amazing HipChat was so big when Slack came along or relatively big and like it's dead now
1: <laughs> HipChat HipChat
0: sucks. But yeah, (laughs) the
1: thing is, the reason why that company was using HipChat is, again, because Slack was this funny little company that was doing fun stuff for fun people, whatever the hell, but they didn't have have security
2: tools. So this
1: company was like, we can't use this.
2: I remember that Slack messed that up really badly, actually. I remember distinctly that Slack, in the earliest days, couldn't do a single sign-on yeah. and they i remember they rushed yeah, exactly. to add it and i get it like you build a startup and you're like oh no and enterprise stuff is hard but they that took them a long time
1: yeah when they finally added it they switched from HipChat to slack but i wonder what they will do for those communities you know will we all have to go to discord
2: i think i mean discord won in this deal i really think that it shouldn't be understated and slack will deny this to its great but salesforce doesn't like to give stuff away for free
1: yeah, except for Dreamforce.
2: You pay to go to that. <laughs> <I think> really? <laughs> yeah, what? that's yeah, the I best trick the devil ever pulled, making you pay to go to a conference about their software.
0: No, no, no. The best trick that the devil ever pulled was, at least before the pandemic, every year Chase, J.P. Morgan Chase, would host a five k. In San Francisco, and people would register f- as a team from their company. Yeah. So all these like companies based in San Francisco were competing in this 5K, and you pay to compete, and they made money on this like 5K, which is crazy oh, to is me. Bananas. Oh, okay. Wow.
1: What if you just move <laughs> your legs and pay that me just for it?
2: Blew my mind. Yeah. yeah. um Anyway, I like. I think that's the biggest thing here. Like to Freddie's point, is I think, in an Im- in Im- immediate term, nothing. Changed. Will change, but I think Discord just became the consumer product. Basically,
0: I mean, we've we've talked about this for years. How Slack just won't invest in the community tools for free accounts, and all of the free communities have been slowly moving to Discord anyway. And Salesforce, being an enterprise company, buying this enterprise-focused tool, it yeah, it just says to to us, that they're never going to invest exactly. in those community features and just move on. I think, it's time to the, get a Discord account. If the you don't other thing one. here is I think on the
2: Salesforce, those are risky uh, to keep embracing as a platform. Like They don't want to moderate them. Yep. And Salesforce, I mean, Slack was public, but I think Salesforce will care a lot more over time. Something will have to happen before they realize this. But it is a huge bummer for that po- reason. However, I also think that the way it was before the acquisition was unsustainable anyway and i hope that that people realize like i hope that this triggers people to actually look into discord and stuff because i really like we've talked about this before too like the charge community used to be on a slack thing and you just the moderation tools just didn't exist like you couldn't run an actual community on it and people weren't thinking of that like people thought slack was the best one i would and i argued this when we moved i actually Strongly believe that community slacks are less active even though more people will join because people sign in and then just never click them in their tab it's much less intentional because you're in your work slack like you've just got 70 everyone's got 70 slacks on their thing and so i don't know and i think discord's been doing decent stuff in the last year so i think it's i think it's exciting i don't know what their business model is exactly but but it gets overwhelming sometimes i feel yeah definitely
1: with all the all the chats and everything here's
2: here's a question for you do you think discord will move into paid communities or like uh even yeah they've got to make money even like small company ones
1: i i kind of hope that there will be like a third competitor at some point Mm. that is just focused on this whole thing because what you were saying was super right like you can't block anyone on slack which is incredibly weird
0: fucked up yeah
1: And then we all we have talked about how discord is problematic in ways as well, especially because they seem to be okay with hosting a bunch of right wing things. And I mean, it's obviously focused towards gamers. I don't understand their nitro business model model thing that they do. Uh, yeah, I don't. I honestly don't understand what way uh, Discord is uh, making money in at all.
2: I think that their plan is actually currently they charge game studios to run verified servers uh, with more powerful yeah. tools. So it's basically the enterprise thing, but they go after publishers to build. Because, like, oh, yeah. if you think about where you end up for games in many cases, it's going to be either Reddit or Discord. And I think that they yeah. have figured out that the game studios want control over that and that they can like hijack the reddit stuff and so you pay yeah, for exactly.
0: that do you think amazon's gonna buy discord to oh go with God. twitch You're,
2: yes i actually am convinced that that's where it's going like now that they have a game streaming service as well
0: yeah they have luna the game streaming they've got twitch it it only makes sense if Amazon wants to own as much gaming as they can. That's the play.
2: The problem with Amazon is they're just useless and incoherent product. Like, they'll acquire Discord and like add it to Goodreads for some
0: reason and then never do anything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like- exactly. I mean, oh,
0: God. Yeah. I, I honestly, Goodreads is worse than Google Reader. At least Google killed it. Goodreads is alive. Slowly but dying. It hasn't it, changed. It's like um, yeah. Google has done this with their, um,
2: product. What's it called? Feedburner. burner. Do you remember that? Where you could like create your RSS feeds and blah, blah, blah. It was like host you. That still exists. It's just like features are randomly breaking and then getting removed for the last 10 years. And so Goodreads, for example, is doing this as well. They just removed the ability to tweet stuff because the API got updated. So they can't oh be bothered God. fixing it. like so no
1: so do you do you remember that we would like hate on microsoft because they would buy things and then let them die then they would be like first they would be like we bought this and we will definitely not change it and then they were like we're gonna change it and then they're like we're sunsetting it well they like specifically said that they wouldn't um and at some point i felt like microsoft was like the place where good you know startups went to die yep but um it's Amazon and it's way it worse. It really is. Because I do not understand Amazon at all. Because these people are not, apparently have lots of money that they made over the backs of people that are trying to, you know, work in a warehouse or whatever. And, you know, they're basically being fucked over by this company and they're making huge amounts of money over them. And then they have all these things that all seem kind of not right
2: yeah I think like the thing their, with Amazon, their
1: gaming service seems off and yeah. I mean I don't they ha- know if they ever can do this Prime. stuff
2: but they can't ex- they can execute but they have no idea how to like run a server it's the same as that you're right the Microsoft analogy fits it's the same as Microsoft 10 years ago they would come up with something insane Windows Vista I don't know or actually the previous Xbox how it was like this weird um it had two HDMIs and you can watch TV through it and like c- cool <laughs> like that is how amazon operates as well is like they have all these great things actually the microsoft courier would probably be the best example of this like great idea here's all the things and then they just don't do anything it's bizarre
1: yeah like um when like amazon has tried so many things they they do the same things as all the other tech giants but then just like kind of like off-brand like so it just feels like sometimes they are like the you know that feeling when you wanted a specific toy and your parents weren't able to afford it, so they got like the B brand?
2: <laughs> yes, every year. <laughs> yeah, it was like, like you know, uh, is- if you would want a Beyblade, did you ever have those? Those like, let it rip. Uh, I know what they are, yeah. Yeah, my parents would buy the like, say Blade. Like, <laughs> whatever yeah, one exactly. was at the store. The like, ones like, that. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, they won't like notice. The- and you're like, Mom again? Yeah. <laughs> i get it
1: yeah right they will notice but the thing is like they've done this with so many products like the kindle is like one of the few items that i think works at least a little but, bit no, like but i the enjoy they, that one they work.
2: just let it angu- like languish it could be incredible but they it's like they just like gesture towards it every other year they're like oh well uh like we didn't make it waterproof for the last year so here's this one that's waterproof <laughs> like so sure.
0: yeah Amazon's strategy, at least communicated externally, is always about like razor thin margins and just driving the cost of something down. And it it seems to me that if they can't justify the investment in a product over like a one quarter period, then they don't do it. Yeah. And it's like you could invest a little bit more effort into Kindle. And it would become a much better product, but hardware doesn't happen in three months. Hardware is like eighteen to thirty-six month roadmaps for a new hardware product, yeah. and so it just seems that they're not willing to spend the money that doesn't immediately, immediately profit. I also the think it's
2: under resourcing. What they, well, I think, what they do is they will. They have 80,000 people who work on Amazon.com, 80,000 who work on AWS, and then, like, 12 who work on Kindle. And their jobs are guaranteed forever, but, like, that's it. That's the resources they have. I,
0: I wonder what the Arrow team looks like because when they bought that company, it was, I don't know, it was, well, I don't actually know. When I was aware of it, they were like 120 people, but like maybe that's I think, no,
2: I think Aero, uh, yeah. So I think they probably are largely intact right now. I think what will happen is exactly what we just What's
0: described. What's an Aero? Aero is that oh, Wi-Fi their...
2: thing that they acquired. It's like a Google Wi-Fi competitor. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's their mesh, mesh uh, Wi-Fi network. I
2: wouldn't give my internet to Amazon. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but I, what I would say is that company will exist within Amazon for a very long time have the exact amount of resources it has right now, people will just leave over time and eventually it will do nothing. (laughs) Ring is weirdly the exception to this rule. Amazon is obsessed with it and I think it's because, and maybe Aero fits in this as well, as it sells. No,
0: no, no, Ring isn't about the money. It's about the surveillance. Ring's all about saving them money. The whole idea was they have to pay money when someone's package gets stolen off their... Porch. and it's great so aws if, if they, uh, <laughs> customer <laughs> yeah but it was yeah. all about like oh well, what if we could guarantee that if something got stolen off the porch we could prove it wasn't are they
2: actually doing that yet oh my god are they like i don't because I, I don't whenever know, but i, I think... had something stolen from amazon they just replace it no questions asked i assume that that's where it's going is a 10 years from now they're like send us a link of the time between x and y
0: and if uh if it was stolen we'll send you a new one well, I, I don't think it's even about them having to care about, it's, it's not about provincial. them surveilling your ring. No, no, they it's them offloading the burden, mm. right? Because if you go, I think something got stolen off my porch, but if you have a porch camera, you don't even email Amazon. You don't even message them. You pull up your own yeah. video, and then you call your local police. Interesting. It takes them out of the equation. It's so lazy for them, and they're just like, "We'll buy that company. It's going to save us a ton of money." That's yeah. interesting. We're going to put money behind it so more people get it to save us more I money. Really I really so think weird. that's the play. Um, anyway, so all of this that happened because of the Salesforce
2: discussion, but I think. Look, I, I have come around from being like, I feel like I went through the stages of grief on this one. I was like, what, why blah, blah, blah. Like, and eventually I accepted that they actually, it makes sense. It's just that For, you mean, Slack, yeah, yeah. Slack. The Slack force, uh, deal. I think if anything, what really bums me out about all of this is that it just reminds me that we're in a time of consolidation. Like I think Slack was a really great product and a really good idea. And it actually didn't need a home at Salesforce. And it just, like, 15 years ago, I don't think this acquisition would have happened. But now, like, these giant companies have so much money that it's just like, who's going to
0: suck them into their orbit at some point? Yeah, exactly. I have one more Slack take oh, before Oh, please. We move I on. love Slack takes. You know, the other company that really took off during the pandemic was Zoom. They're going to get acquired. And They're going to get acquired. Uh, well, sure, yes. But I also think... You know, Slack has all the same tech and it's, that it's Salesforce dumping $28 billion yeah. into no, it. I
2: think I think this is why I said I, I Zoom is, is going to get acquired is every tool with chat will get video calling built in. Zoom has no chance to reverse engineer this. Right.
0: But here's Zoom's problem is there's no moat to Zoom. There's no features or lock-in. Yeah. For Zoom. Like if you use Zoom, you can also use Google Meet and you can also use Microsoft Teams all in the same day. Versus if you have your whole company on Slack, you're pretty locked into Slack. It's a pain in the ass to move your whole company to a different platform. To move from Google Meets to Zoom, you can do it in an afternoon. Like you change the setting in your calendar to default to which one. I know that Google has like fucked around and made it harder to set Zoom as the default, but like it's possible slack i mean that's a it's a you've got file storage in there now you've got all the bots that you've custom coded whatever right yeah yeah
1: you've invested i think think if
0: salesforce if salesforce investment in slack can go toward building out their video Mm -hmm. side because they really just haven't invested in it It very much they could they could compete with zoom more directly i think that like slack sort of has
2: the pieces there they're just kind of um and i think they couldn't do it at their scale but I think this is why I'm I'm not convinced that Zoom has a chance as an independent company. I think that they lucked out on the pandemic wave I think that companies are now realizing they're paying for Zoom and Google Meet or uh, Microsoft Teams and they're like why?
1: (laughs) Do you think think Slack is basically like a plant that grew too big and then the pots that they needed to put it in to grow more is too expensive?
2: I think yes. However (laughs) I I think that um they oh man this analogy is falling apart already i can't do it um i think that uh (laughs) it's not it was it was growing too fast but it was constricted by its own size and the the uh, the plants that were trying to eat it grew faster because they knew how to feed themselves (laughs) i don't know like uh, what i'm saying is i think that there was multiple pieces going on here slack couldn't keep up Microsoft Teams, it's the same as everything with this stuff. Like, Microsoft has endless resources to plow into the ground until it kills them. And that's what they were trying to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. And so, exactly. <laughs> I think, like, the actually, like, the biggest sad I have about this deal is, and this is a, the strangest take, given I just said I hate consolidation, is that I think that if Google was smart enough to have acquired Slack, it was the most obvious home because they could have made it, like, super coherent. Like, right. it's the missing piece in G Suite. It doesn't make any sense to me. Google Meet, well, for example, you go on a call, you start it from Slack, you use a chat in Google Meet, you close the window, chat's gone, not saved anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and Microsoft go- Teams, it's sent back.
0: <laughs> Google historically has dropped every ball possible oh, I know. on any chat. Any chat, any video, it, they completely biffed this. They've got 18 different chat products and nobody knows what's what because they keep changing their branding it's it, i wouldn't trust that's google the thing. they like,
2: would have ruined it and i'm glad that they didn't for that reason but it's yeah and like <laughs> we're just saying at discord that's the other piece here oh my god the dog keeps like walking in i'm sorry if you're hearing this <laughs> the other piece here i think is that like google would have had 30 different competing chat tools that one of them got killed
1: right did you by the way the last thing i want to say about the whole thing is did you see <laughs> the ceo slack burning the guy from metalab on yes Twitter? it was so
2: good i think it was the cto it was so good yeah, yeah it wasn't the CEO. um because they claimed that they built end to end the whole product or something in the early days because metalab was involved in the early brand design and this guy was harping yeah. on about like oh, you know, we were the there at the beginning. We were the first beta customers and the C- CTO or whatever this guy is. They were like, well, you were involved, but you didn't build the app or you weren't our first beta user. And, but anyway, actually, I have a- Yeah, the like guy going.
1: was like, I, I know you love to tell this story, but- <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
2: that was the best part. <laughs> I think part. Um, I have one last second and then I'll shut up about Slack. I actually think it's a really interesting company because I think for- startups that grew up while slack was growing up at slack has the most insane moat that like you wouldn't believe i think companies that are all in on slack for the last three four years can't get out like we like at shopify without revealing too much our whole company runs through slack everything is orchestrated through it you don't have to log in on the web to anything and i think that we could like i don't know maybe i'm divulging. to i just think it would be too hard to undo and i think there's hundreds of companies in our situation we literally get our work done there it's not it's not a cliche
1: before you know it they'll they'll make companies for you for you to move from slack to a different
2: (laughs) i'm sure they exist i'm sure salesforce will have a very expensive custom tool that will do that
0: i think slack's slogan when their latest rebrand was where work happens Something like that. Yes. And it was, yeah, when they started doing the platform shit and they were like, we're building the Slack platform. And it was just tools on top of tools. Whole companies were invented out of plugins for Slack. And then whole companies like yours grew with Slack that, yeah, the Mo is so good for yeah. them, just like Microsoft has, you know? Yeah. And just like Salesforce has for companies. So this does make sense. And it really shows that Salesforce could pivot completely into any enterprise product, yeah. not just for I sales. I think
2: that's the thing that was most surprising about this deal when I thought about it like for long, long enough. I think it's surprising it didn't happen already. The only reason it didn't is because Slack, they had a shit ton of money. I don't know if you recall, but they did constant fundraising before they went public. Like They had, they had a war chest. They really did. And so nobody thought they'd get acquired and i was really shocked when salesforce did acquire them that nobody had thrown this amount of money at them before or something like it doesn't surprise yeah. me that microsoft didn't acquire them to be honest because microsoft couldn't build it stuff but google i'm surprised they didn't and i know there were rumors about that over the years salesforce yeah it makes sense in hindsight but i think there's a lot of other suitors that would have made sense too absolutely so does this mean salesforce buys airtable and figma next Ooh, i've wondered about that um i don't know i think that yeah maybe maybe i could i could see i think airtable in particular i could see i i don't know if people i think adobe will end up with figma which freaks me out but (laughs) i don't think (laughs) i don't think they want to sell to them but uh what i'm I, i think figma will stay on its own for quite some while but Anyway. Yeah. Should we talk
0: about one of our other stories? Yeah. What else did we have? I don't even remember. I'm so excited about sales. We had three others. We've got, um, and maybe not time for all of them, so we could pick. Google fired their ethics, Uh, their top ethics person. Spotify wrapped happened. And there are many, many states suing Facebook. Mm. Um, The ethics thing at Google is... Obama,
2: uh do you want to do do you understand the story enough to tell us what happened
0: yeah i i think i have a pretty good understanding but if i'm wrong i'm sorry i will correct it in the show notes we'll correct it next week (laughs) so google put together an ethics board at one point and there was this guy on it who i i can't remember if it came out that they had this like white supremacist
1: Oh, I remember guys
0: on the ethics board. And so instead of firing him, they dissolved the ethics board. So fast forward, you have this person who is on uh, like one of the head ethics in AI people at Google and their boss is the v- VP of AI at Google, Jeff Dean. So this person published a report To, they've been working on these reports about ethics and AI at Google. They published a report with like four, three or four other authors. Mm -hmm. um, And they sent this note to the email alias, the email groups at Google for, I can't remember the name of it. They're like, oh, they call it the brain, brain at Google brain and allies Mm -hmm. at talking about all these concerns. That had come up in the report that Google has literally paid to author, right? Mm-hmm. And this person's email gets turned off, mm. and apparently Jeff Dean, the the AI VP, likes is fired the person directly. Mm. Just like all of a sudden,
2: even though he praised their work like
0: constantly, I, I saw it as well. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's. I think the the real important part of the story is it's not the first time it's not the first time that google has fired the person calling out abuse Mm. instead of the abuser yeah it's not well i mean on the
2: same day didn't they um get indicted for um illegally spying on people who were organizing uh like uh
0: collective action you are right that was on the same day
2: and i think that's very telling that and they've they've had union busting is a thing for a while like it's known that google is very aggressive against this and they have a big workforce i can i can see why they might be scared of it but um a friend of mine had this this interesting take uh which i think is on the skeptical side but i somewhat agree with and she said that like she had a very hard time understanding how people feel like they will have a successful career doing ethics research at a place like google and i was like i mean you're right and i like i, I, I the reason i said i'm skeptical of the take i think is you have to like you have to try otherwise you end up with facebook but um
1: yeah exactly y- like
2: you you know i think taking a job at a company like google and saying you're doing ethics there's you know there's boundaries to the ethics when business comes into play in the end for a company like google it's unfortunate
1: yeah it's it's so funny because like there's a double argument there like there's an argument to be made for them to not have an ethics team and there's an argument definitely to be made that they absolutely hundred thousand percent need one one more than any other company but if they are going to be unethical with their ethics ethics team then you know like what's the point
0: yeah exactly (laughs) wow Freddie, would you put it like that, it really reminds me of the conversation that happens in the design industry pretty frequently about accessibility. And it's about do companies have an accessibility team and then the average designer or engineer doesn't have to think about it, which is bad, because then they're not thinking about accessibility, or do yep. not have a team and make sure that there's a culture of considering accessibility in everything across as all
1: standards teams, exactly as a
0: standard and i don't know that there's a right answer in that conversation and so you bring up the same point with ethics of like a company of google size should have multiple ethics mm-hmm. teams across these large not uh, not products but across these large concepts because yeah. like ai ethics is a concept and yeah Should be applied in many different products that Google has, or should I say Alphabet has? Like maybe this is an Alphabet role, but I don't know how the two companies interact because I'm not sure how much of them are on paper or not. But, or is it that every team has a strong consideration for ethics as they're working? I think the answer that we've learned is they don't. And to Owen's point, this is the road to Facebook. Like,
2: yeah. I uh, I once saw a Facebook ethics person speak. It was truly, truly beautiful. They blew like the entire hour saying how they looked at everything they did and they were definitely ethical. <laughs> it was just like the most, oh yeah, we did it internally and we concluded we were very ethical.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. Well, the thing that I actually want to hear from them is, listen, we are working with so many people and so much data things that are unethical are going to happen. And this is what we're doing to minimize that, you know, stuff like that. And especially when you're a company that makes um, that is, you know, used in a political way like Facebook or Google or that is doing new stuff like AI, there needs to be like there almost needs to be like a separate ethics police for them that is like, you know, separate from Google itself
2: yeah so i don't know this whole thing bums me out again it doesn't surprise me uh i think to your point there should be rules about such things uh yeah. and laws are good it turns out i mean like many people will say
1: not always and not, they're always yeah. like slow and like there's bureaucracy and but bureaucracy these are exists hard, but for it- a
2: reason <laughs> like, like to yeah. balances and checks that's why there's a vaccine that goes through public review before we put it in people in most countries for example like uh, yeah, and also yeah,
1: and also like I mean, we always we talk a lot about diversity and how there is not enough there, but like you know, like that is also I think if you have b- like a lack of ethics, yeah, s- stuff like that will also happen more. You know, like it's it's all connected to each other. I feel.
2: I hope I never get fired for an sense? email I send. <laughs> like,
0: uh, but I, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Ugh. So, Frederica used to say that we should end the show on a positive. Yes. <laughs> and I also think that the Facebook story is not going to be over in a week. Like, we let's can talk about, about Facebook lawsuits week. every week. And so, Facebook's being sued by lots we'll of states. And back. that will be interesting to watch, but we'll come back to it. So, let's talk about Spotify Rapp. Oh, yeah. Yes. What do you want? Well, I think it's a positive story. I, so. I mean, I haven't not. done it. <laughs> But
2: I've seen everybody else is on the whole internet.
1: <laughs> you know what I think is funny is like every time, like this year, I was in bed and I saw it was Spotify Wrapped yeah. because I saw everyone on Twitter mm-hmm. post it. Uh, Twitter on wherever Instagram every
2: platform ever.
1: And um, and then I was like, oh my god like this is so not interesting and then i looked at my own and i was like oh my god this is great i'm gonna share this
2: i know that's the funny thing is it's like um taking a photo of your children nobody else cares but like you really do
1: but they they, they do smart things like oh you're in the this much percent oh yeah this that's presence, the whole it's a whole brag of. it's
2: like the forbes 30 under 30 like yeah forbes 30 under 30 people who will tweet this this <laughs> is what i think of <laughs> right
0: I find I find it really interesting because so a lot of holidays especially in America are like made up for capitalism yeah. reasons so like all of them you know you invent a holiday for to sell yeah. things like Valentine's Day is like Mother's Day it's just it was just move roses and diamonds like I, I'm sure other things as well Hallmark is very heavily involved in it as a holiday so I, I feel like Spotify has semi-invented a holiday unwrapped where once a year yeah they drop unwrapped and it's that's good every a whole day. conversation about your music tastes and it's both personal and something that can start conversations with people but it's interesting because spotify is not directly selling something it's not yeah buy a heart shaped box of chocolates it's keep paying, use our platform keep paying us for the more. next four months so you yeah. can get this again <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of smart it creates fomo for uh, people yeah who don't use spotify in Discord,
2: they're saying it, like uh it makes people salty when they use other platforms it's true i have seen people who tweet apple music stuff who like oh uh, well here's my top music from apple in a pop- uh, playlist yeah. i'm like ha, ah, apple music sucks yeah i saw
0: <laughs> um, rafa dropped a link that you can go to to pull up it's i think it's at music.apple.com slash something slash replay, uh, and you can see your top 10 uh, with Apple Music. Well, I mean, it's they have the same data. It's just that Spotify has made an event out of it, and it's pretty yeah. smart. And they've made it very viral. They've got all the share links to all the social media networks.
1: It's very smart. It's very smart. Uh, yeah. What did you think of the stories uh, type of thing that they did I, this year? Um,
2: i was actually just about to ask you about that i thought it was a really good demo of something that they have been trying to make take off in the app for a while and by the way yeah. the first year that they were mobile first every other year of this was a web thing
1: yeah yeah was exactly never in the app. but i i looked at it on my oh, phone and it was it worked really well
2: yeah i so spotify has i been thought it was an interesting
1: stories. new way so we, we've been like talking over each kind
0: other. Of you go when do you go
1: <laughs> i thought it was a very interesting way to use uh stories in a new way because um i didn't know i was gonna open a story but when it was there it made a lot of sense and it was interesting to kind of see the stories format uh eval- what's the word evaluate no validated no like the next. Oh, evolving, anyway. I guess. but um, Evolving, yes,
2: there you go. I think that's why it was so smart, as people know how to use it. And so, depending on where you live, Spotify has been testing stories for a while. Like, Taylor mm. Swift often uploads them. Like, artists have tools to create these kinds of things. And I think this was the first time I'd seen it rolled out for everybody. So, it was a really interesting way to get people used to seeing that in the app by, like, showing them their
0: own stuff. I, I was quite impressed. I, I thought it, it spurred an interesting conversation on my Twitter feed because someone, I believe it was a black woman, was like, well, I interned there last summer and I proposed this and they didn't do it. Now they're doing it. They stole my idea. And then the counterpoint is you were an intern for the company. That's their idea. And also, this yeah, they get I don't want to wanna, do I, I don't wanna, like discount that because
2: they probably did steal it. However, I will say they have been working on stories for a while. So, like... I don't know. But there's a timing thing there. Maybe they just took yeah. it. I, w- I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, want to do that. And also,
1: like we said last week as well about fleets. Oh, yeah. Stories is not owned by anyone it anymore.
2: It is a UX pattern. I, like, exactly. 100% am convinced that this has transcended Snapchat and Instagram and everybody at this point. Yeah. Google yeah. is doing it did. stories now. It like, did.
1: Before we know it, it's like all the other things that we think are normal and are, like, from the internet. Someone thought of them? Yeah. Literally, sure. I like, remembered you know. the
2: other day that the infinite scroll that is on Twitter and every social media was in- invented in 2009. <laughs> like
0: before that didn't exactly. exist. Exactly. <laughs> so, I think for me the, what made it feel like this is just a pattern and not a feature is when you pointed out the Netflix yeah. one and I was like, "Oh, this is." I mean, it's not even people posting yeah. them, it's just a preview it's a for a movie. Format. Well, speak, speaking of Slack, remember last year, they or earlier this year, we saw a rumor that there's going to be Slack stories?
1: Yeah. I, yeah, no, they, I mean, they, they really announced are it.
0: everywhere. They It wasn't a rumor. They were like, we're working on this. So does Slack move to round profile icons? Hmm because that like, like the that's the default like how you know there's a story yeah, as there's a r- colored ring around the every, profile every app
2: picture. eventually does circle avatars <laughs> so, um, <laughs> we will follow up on that I think we should Spotify wrap it here uh, uh, oh. rap. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> oh, that was man. bad so I'm gonna hang up uh, no. No. <laughs> so, wait wait kidding. what were your top
0: artists um, I haven't done mine yet oh okay. shit oh that's what I wanted to bring up is they have Spotify artists wrapped. Oh, that's So, cool. like yeah. Ariana Grande posted, like, how many people have streamed. She's like eight four billion plays or something. Wow. They allowed that if you host your podcast off of Anchor and you've hooked it up to Spotify, you can get wrapped. So, my other podcast, Bézier, I posted the wrapped that I got.
1: I saw that. Um, I thought it was so cool.
0: I thought it was cool, too, that they did that for, like, smaller creators because I believe last year they let artists do it but not podcasters because podcasting wasn't their priority in the hmm. same way. So I don't believe Charged is hooked up to Spotify yet. So it is. we don't have that data. It is not.
2: Wow. Apparently I was early to a few new songs this year. 3,000 artists. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> He's doing it live. Oh, God. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> so anyway. My, w- I- one,
1: of my, one of my top, like every year... For some reason, I have like music at my top that is like, you know, very serious. Or yeah. like this year um, was very big for me was, wow, oh, how is this slipping on me? It's like on a <laughs> tip. I hate
0: top. that feeling so much. It's like, we're going to be wondering all week. Okay. okay everyone um, in Discord, post your Spotify wrapped or your Apple yeah. music replay. No, don't, post replay. Music. We don't so, <laughs> I'm i I want to know. I want them to feel included. Okay or wait the best part is the whole the, the whole day and a half after yeah. spotify raps day i got ads for title <laughs> on all my like services. it was like the highest quality music streaming service and i was like okay. yeah all right. they
1: have this whole thing where they they are apparently for autofiles it was new order this year was a new order year wow. but then in every rep ever i've always had drake as well oh, yeah which I, i'm really proud of
0: i like that <laughs> Um mine was Ramstein wow. and Lady Gaga were my wow. top artists. So like Damn, explain that's that
1: one. <laughs> that is a mood though.
0: Alright. <laughs> let's let's wrap it up. Right. Right. one has gotta go. <laughs> I do have a job. Uh know. join us in Discord. Uh tweet tweet us. Sl- that's
2: slack it. us. No, you can't. So don't. Uh yes. Yeah, don't Slack us. Twitter. Discord us. Um thanks for listening. Discord us.
1: Thanks for listening.
2: Bye, Bye Biscuits. Bye.